0: There's bothering me about this place. I know! This lesbian bar doesn't have a fire exit! Enjoy your death trap, ladies! What was her problem? <laughs> once again I think that's how we start every single episode just about
1: probably it's a kind of a default we just kind of stare at each other yeah and somebody says something and it's probably usually that
0: yeah how many episodes were on like the 83rd episode and I still like every time we start a record I'm just like I don't know what I'm doing <laughs>
1: <laughs> pretty much
0: imposter syndromes real. <laughs> Should we do
1: introductions? Yeah, that's we interesting. Never, we, we said we were going to do introductions, and then we, like, never do. Yeah, anything. we
0: never do. Okay, go for it. I'm Arya. And I'm Laurie.
1: We're queer horror cult.
0: We're a cult of horror queers, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Or, oh shit, did I just say a slur? <laughs> According to Twitter, Depends I guess you so talk a slur. To. Yeah. You know, it's funny, I guess, because, you know, intros are good rather than just diving right in. I'm seeing with uh, COVID kind of letting up, (laughs) which is ridiculous because all that's happened is our government decided to, you know do this, sticking their fingers in the ears and go, la, 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 I can't hear you, COVID.
1: Meanwhile, actual, like, doctors and epidemiologists and stuff are projecting that by August 30th we'll be at over a 1,000 cases a day, thanks to oh, Delta.
0: dope, that's my birthday. That Yay. rules. Happy birthday, me. Aw,
1: first um, wave, baby.
0: But anyway, with the restrictions going uh, away, I'm seeing a lot of people that just, like, go, cool, that means COVID's over. And I'm seeing a lot of people talking about hitting up the gay bars again. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, you know, since we live here, here, I guess that's gay bar. Yeah,
1: say what gay bars?
0: This is so fucked up and shitty. The day I came out to people, Mm -hmm. I decided, shit, I should see what's happening in my city since I feel like, you know, that whole like, fucking baby gay thing of, like, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do things and be part I'm of the a community. I'm You know, community, yes. but set in the way of Spongebob has his hands on his hips. The like, community. <laughs> the coolest-sounding gay bar in our city closed the day I came out. <laughs> it sounded like it was, um, a lot of, uh, queer women would go there,
1: kind mm. of thing, rather
0: than, like, the, uh,
1: I'd heard literally. The legend White of those. Gay Dance
0: Club, and they're like pool tables and shit like that. Wow. Like, it sounds like a fucking bar that I would go to, like almost sort of like dive bar y to an extent. Oh, that and it's like, fun. that sounds fun. Closed down the day that I went. Uh, I actually think I only really went to one gay bar ever in this city, and it was only a gay bar once a month. It uh-huh. was at Empress.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Last Thursday
0: of the month, they do this thing called Beers for Queers, and it was like sort of pub style bar.
1: Didn't we like lose thing. them to COVID or something?
0: Yeah, they shut down over the pandemic. I'm yeah. not sure exactly what the the reasoning was. I never even went to
1: that. I'm so I'm such a bad Oh, you never went? I never went to that. Okay. I've never been to like the cl- I should say I've never been to a gay bar in Edmonton. Yeah, right. I've been to like Barbie Dinehof in Berlin and stuff. That's true. Yeah. I guess I <laughs> say And that totally in Edmonton counts too because yeah, yeah. We, we
0: went to a few in yeah. uh, Berlin. And yeah. that rules. We went to one in uh Rome. Shout out, to, right. shout out to Magna Bevo. Best fucking cocktails I hope, ever. I
1: really hope you still exist.
0: Uh, I follow them on Insta and they definitely do still exist. I love that. That was great. This fucking gay bar. We go into it and it's like a tiny hole in the wall sort of thing. And yet they're like few appetizers. You know some bars it's like oh we're legally required to have food or something <laughs> like that. Their appetizers were still better than like high quality restaurant appetizers here. like. Mm-hmm. Um, but we go there and we get these mixed drinks. I can't remember what both of us had, but I know yours involved like pistachio gelato and crushed pistachio on the rim. And yeah, didn't it have stuff. like
1: Jager in it or something? Yeah, and then and there was, was one like, involving like ginger beer that was just very like kind of spicy ginger. They were so yeah, good. Yeah, they were so they good. They were so good. But I just
0: loved the ambience there because there was this dude behind the bar and then there was this woman just kind of like cleaning up tables and this woman in the the back of the bar. And I just remember when we we're sitting there, there's nothing to do. So the two of them just sort of made out a little bit (laughs) in the corner of the bar, and it's just like, this fucking rules. I love this place. Yeah, that was fun. Those were fun times. I wish we had something remotely like that here in Edmonton. It would be
1: nice. Yeah, we
0: don't really, but oh well. Maybe
1: actually go places.
0: Yeah, so you might be wondering, why is queer horror cult talking about gay bars and all that (laughs) stuff? It's because we watched a movie that I had never heard of until it was released on disc.
1: And I had never heard of until you told me about it. Yeah, and
0: holy fuck was it a banger. It's so good. Yeah uh, we watched 1983's Siege which uh Severin Films just put out and you know in typical them fashion it's a undiscovered gem at least undiscovered to me that mm-hmm. uh they put a lot of care and time into and I'm so glad they did and it's wild that I never heard of this movie because I have that book they came from within which is all about canadian horror and exploitation mm-hmm. and
1: you took the like university course yeah. of canadian film, film. yeah like it's this, not just a good like you know horror scary whatever but, like it's a good film period yeah, it's a good, it's a good story yeah. it's a good like there's some actioniness like, to it
0: i say i've never heard of this there's a very good chance that i have heard of it and i just completely forgot about it because you know you get a book it's like this right. is canadian genre film you did so much info but you think at once. given the
1: premise I would think that if, if they if they done it if they if it's in there and if they did it justice describing the premise yeah. I think that would have stuck with you Yeah
0: I think the problem is when I read that book I, I assumed I was like a sysat boy running around oh. that kind of thing so maybe it, it wasn't on my radar Oh okay, you know? fair. but uh, this movie we were trying to think what we'd do for the next episode and it's like, you know what we could probably do a whole last episode on this one movie just from reading the description mm-hmm. alone and I think it was a good choice.
1: Yeah, so this one um, it comes out a couple of years after the current events that on which it's based, but it turns out that in 1981, the Halifax, uh, so Halifax is like out east, the furthest yeah. east we have been is Montreal. So yeah, anyway, um, the police department of Halifax, Nova Scotia, that's right, right? Yeah, Sc- okay. The police went on strike. Real life, yep. this happened. Yeah, and there was some. Um, crime spree ish stuff at least yeah. when it immediately happened yeah. the article the i dug it. up
0: on this uh the crime spree literally was almost just like a almost like testing the waters against the cops because it was literally just vandalism and like traffic violations
1: yeah people doing right donuts by the police station like while the yeah. cops
0: stood there and watched kind of thing
1: yeah but um otherwise it you were telling me from what you read that they were they recalled and they had to come back in because of a serial killer operating? Uh,
0: well, what had happened is, I guess this these two kids went missing. These two little girls mm. went missing. And there was this, like, notorious, yes, like, sex pest at the time around there. But, oh, like, they okay. knew this person kind of thing. And so when the cops realized that, it's like, oh, cool, cops are, like, striking. All right, time to abduct some kids kind of thing. And it's just like they went back to find... Um, one of them had a, like, a five-year-old had been murdered by this guy. And the other one was found unharmed. That's what the article said. There mm. weren't any details in the article, of course. Right. Uh, and the, the dude who did it ended up dying in prison. And I just want to do a quick little asterisk there because this sounds like we're saying, it's like, see, that's what happens when there's no cops kind mm. of thing. And I think, no, this is what happens when we rely solely on the cops yes. for things. You take that away. And it's like, yeah what protections do you have? And it's like, hey, we should be doing things other than cops for this kind of stuff. Because then, you know, different...
1: Which is kind of what happens in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, so Siege, a couple years later, came out. So it takes place during the strike, and it begins with a gay bar, some...
0: What's it called? The crypt? Because it's like the basement of this brownstone-style building. That sounds right, yeah. Okay, hold up. The opening shots of this movie, like, I think they almost undersell what's to come because mm-hmm. you see these fucking five rednecks with pipes and in unison they're just like but but just hitting it yeah, on yeah like as they're
1: snapping their fingers they're yeah. like hitting the you know pipes and baseball bats and shit it was like
0: hands. cartoon gestapo in some like world war ii propaganda kind yeah, of thing yeah yeah From, except like, rednecks Disney. like like you know canadian rednecks in like their full denim tuxedos yeah and
1: stuff. yeah and so they go to go gay bashing yeah. or at least to to antagonize and to just generally make people very yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah.
0: And I got to say, like, I would go to this gay bar kind of thing. That's It's pretty like chill. This, this underground, quiet place where there's booths and people, like, hanging out. And they just got this, like, fucking weird-ass new wave music playing <laughs> on this reel-to-reel. And it's yes. just like... Yeah, it's very... Uh, it's chill.
1: It is. Until it isn't.
0: Until it isn't. And yeah, so... Until the straights show up.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so these wannabe gangster types are yeah just being violent shitheads and yeah. somebody I can't remember if it's one of the patrons or one of the workers ends up dying
0: yeah
1: and it's, it's kind of accidental but it's also in the process of, like while they're getting bashed so yeah, like not it, it's, really it's like they didn't mean to kill him it's basically we just meant to rough it's him up essentially a little boss. second degree
0: murder yeah kind yeah yeah of thing. like that's because you know like yeah they're terrorizing these people and beating the shit out of them like during when it happens, they're trying to sodomize him. Yeah. So some kind of, like...
1: But not murder him. You know. No, yeah. no, no. That's too... F- that's, they didn't mean to do that. Yeah, he
0: falls off the table onto a broken bottle.
1: Yeah. Why was it broken? Oh, uh, it just was. Yeah. Anyway, um, so it turns out that these guys are part of... They're... I don't know if they're just, like, grunts or whatever in some larger crime organization. Yeah, the New Order, Yeah, they call that's it. right. Yeah. And so they, they call up the boss. Very sort of
0: Proud Boy-esque. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. But...
0: Yeah, I they was going to say better, organs,
1: but yeah, they call the boss and he comes to clean up their mess and they start killing everybody in the bar execution style. Yeah.
0: It's, it shows that they actually are kind of like organized and have, yeah, an and have access this, to weapons and stuff. He gets like the handgun. Uh, yeah. It's yeah, like, great a, imagery. Nazi it's like a Nazi Luger kind of thing. And he screws a silencer onto it, has the pillow. So it's yeah. like, you know, you got the Nazi imagery, you got like the white supremacist supercell imagery. You also have like the. Mob rub off assassination, mm-hmm. kind of thing, because it's like gangland style executions, as yeah. the dudes would dub it.
1: Yeah, exactly. And
0: uh, it's a fucking chilling scene. It is. It's just these dudes that they come in and say these slurs, and then they just start executing them one by one, like have them arranged in yeah, a. Yeah, like lined line, up on the ground. Like uh, zip tied thumbs together so their hands are stuck behind their backs. Yeah, and. Uh, and of course, the executions start with the only two lesbians in the Of ball.
1: course, of course. And anyway, um, so one of them manages to escape and is pursued by the the goons, and he ends up making it to the apartment of some young people. Yeah. Uh, It's a group of young people. It's, you know, some students. You kind of get the sense. Yeah. That they are, I think a couple of them are from, they specifically make reference to being from, like, the, the school for the blind, and that yeah, they're... Yeah, yeah,
0: because two of the characters are blind. Yeah, yeah,
1: and so they're, like, out, you know, visiting their friends, and they have to, like, return to campus by a certain time, kind of yeah. thing, is the expectation. And so they give refuge to this guy who is being pursued. Yeah. And very, you know, not really realizing what's going on. They, they recognize something's up, and so they're like, okay, we're not going to just hand him over to these guys, but, like, so, something's fucked up here. Yeah. And... Yeah, it turns into a sort of, like, home invasion type... Yeah,
0: where they're, they're trying survive to... Survive
1: the night kind of movie.
0: And it's, like, the reason that they, they get roped they're given outs kind of thing, but, like, you know, they're actually stand-up people where it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not just going to let you kill these people because we're not involved. That yeah. it's like, you know, we're now involved... Yes. ...and we are going to stand up for what's right. It's become right. our business. Yeah. And holy fuck, these people in the apartment... I think one of my favorite details of this whole movie is that they don't explain who they mm-hmm, are. You just mm-hmm. get these details that, like, it's kind of. It, it almost feeds into why I hate prequels for movies. Like, right. where it's like, something is, like, said just enough to propel the story, but there's mystery there. And then right. a prequel's like, let's tell the whole backstory. Let's fill in all the blanks. Which is. Unnecessary and kind of dilutes movies, I think. But that's yeah. that's kind of at work here, where these guys are mysterious. Like what they're up to is like what yeah, the fuck? and
1: like the the knowledge they have and the access to different things that like it. it, it we we got the impression that they were some kind of like anarchist. Group yeah, yeah. That like you know they're they're pretty.
0: Well, cause, cause what seemingly
1: ha- normal yeah, because what
0: happens is they seem like normal people in like a student housing like there's a yeah. bunch of them there and it's like a multi-floor apartment yeah, like, kind op, of thing.
1: whatever kind of thing yeah
0: and the, the goons like break the door down and come in to like get the guy and he just pulls this huge fucking like war fuck era rifle gun. and just like sticks it at his head and he's just yeah, like he- you better get out of here
1: Yeah, like, Uh, all of a sudden, he's standing his ground, and you're like, whoa,
0: (laughs) we have guns in this country if
1: you're not, like, a farmer.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then they're talking about, like, as soon as they get the guys out and, like, manage to barricade it off, they're talking about it's like okay you know we have the bow and we have these arrows and we have like we can this make much a projectile ammo. and, yeah. and like, like yeah exactly like they just know
1: what they're like yeah, they, they like have they like the, the make, anarchist cookbook like memorized yeah exactly
0: the fucking chester dude rules yes He's just like all right i'm making bombs yeah you're just like what i'm taking the uh the power cables for this apartment building and wiring them to the door home alone style to yeah. electrocute anyone who comes in yeah
1: it's amazing i um, love
0: it Fun fact about that Chester guy is he wrote Friday the 13th, part 7, the guy who plays him, New Blood, Carrie versus Jason. (sighs) And it's just like, yes, King.
1: Yes. Thank you. One thing I'll mention is we didn't realize this until after we watched the movie, but there, isn't there a director's cut or there's, there's a longer version of it that
0: on the disc, on yeah, the it's disc. in the bonus features. Yeah, it's in the bonus features. I, I, I didn't think to look, this is why you always check your discs out, you know, yeah. before you load it up. Well, because so
1: often you go to play the movie and yeah. then when you hit play, it gives you the option. Yeah. You want the theatrical or like the director's cut or whatever yeah. they call it. We yeah. didn't have, we didn't realize that option was available to us. So Maybe there's some deleted scenes that, that explain ex- stuff that go into a bit more detail about like who these baddies are yeah. and like what how they how they came to be. You
0: keep saying baddies. Like a second, I'm like, uh, know. we know who the goons and are. And I you're know, like, no, I know. you mean the good guys. I know,
1: baddie is such a like multi-purpose word now.
0: Yeah, because uh, you know, like like I said, you know spent a lot of time in england and the baddies yes. are the bad guys at yes least but at nowadays you have I your like
1: there. instagram baddies and your yeah, like tiktok yeah, baddies I, gotcha. and... yeah.
0: I think we went over this last time it took it it, it <laughs> takes me a second
1: but yeah one by one they i mean they, they have their own casualties as well but mm-hmm. they like take out the goons and the boss is real pissed
0: yeah real pissed about it yeah and it's such a weird fucking movie because like these two mysterious forces because mm-hmm. we don't get more info on the who the new order are
1: no uh really you just get vibes but you know
0: they are they are uh very well armed they have like those silenced machine guns and a fucking sniper with an infrared uh, yeah. scope up on the roof
1: yeah it's it, not just some like yeah. you know little militia in the woods kind of yeah. thing like they clearly have connections yeah
0: it's the kind of thing that's like yeah okay this could be a little mi- uh, militia in the the woods in like michigan in the states but we're talking the canada Oregon. here and it's yeah like, where the fuck do they get this kind of arsenal Yeah, from? exactly and uh same with the the, the the heroes like there's a time where what is it they're like oh we don't have much, enough animals. It's like oh yeah we use most of them we're taking shots at the police station <laughs> and it's just like i fucking love you chester <laughs> like holy shit
1: yeah Ch- Ch- chester is a, a, a real real one real guy
0: yeah <laughs> This movie is a lot of fun. It's it's really intense in mm-hmm. how they kind of set it up because if you really sort of like like it didn't take us long to really go over it because not much happens in terms of like big plot points. Mm-hmm. Like it really is you know the big plot points. Of the movie is uh they, this like fucking little shitty ass right wing fascists and they call them fascists right at the start of the fucking movie. Well,
1: they are
0: exactly uh, they massacre a gay bar.
1: Mm-hmm. and then
0: they go after the sole survivor who holds up in an apartment with a bunch of Antifa, essentially, <laughs> who fight back, and then the rest of the movie is them fighting back. Like, you know, it's a simple premise but fuck, it uses it really it well. It does. Like, it doesn't slow down at all. You're, you're really into it the whole way. Like, I, I never saw myself watching the clock Mm-mm. at all kind of thing. And there are some great moments in this. Like, they don't, even though it's clearly low budget, Yeah.
1: And all that
0: all they don't skimp on anything. And I like that the characters were smart. Yes. Like, you know, like, they've got the two apartments, and rather than go down into the street, they're like, we have a hatch. Yeah. That we can go Let's between go the, the two buildings. And then, like, right away, they test to see if there's a sniper, which there is. And it's just like, okay, so we're going to go through the... They have this secret... they Their bathroom mirrors or like, medicine cabinets. They open up like, both sides. Like, side. Candyman
1: style. Yeah, and it's
0: like this little, like, passageway through. And I think one of my favorite moments of this fucking movie is when they put the pager in there, mm-hmm. or the little, like, alarm... And they have it shut because uh, the bad guys are in the apartment next door. And there's this one guy who's just, like, sitting there with his gun, like, guarding the... Standing in the bathroom. And it's like, you stay here. And he hears the alarm behind the door. And when he opens it, there's just, like, one dude with a rifle. <laughs> someone with a bow and arrow pulled out. And then someone with the... the I think the guy who's at the gay bar has, like, a aerosol spraying a lighter right and they just like shoot fire through it and like <laughs> hit him in the fucking neck with a hunting arrow and stuff and it's just this great scene of like build up and just yeah how and out. and then just
1: seeing like the like inventiveness of it yeah. and like the thinking behind it every step of the way like i know um you compared the like you know kill method to or i guess it would be killing in home alone it's a little more sanitized than that but it yeah. also has just like the, the like ingenuity and the trickery and whatever that's, like, fun about that one, but, like, in this with way higher stakes.
0: Yeah, like, they fucking... What does he do? He builds this pipe bomb where he uncases a nasty ass sausage and like rolls the gooey shitty meat in like screws and nails
1: for shrapnel, and
0: then just like mortar launches it across the alley t- at the sniper, and it just blows the fuck up and like just blows nails up his, his rifle. And he's and just, shit. Yeah, he's just full of nails and screws, <laughs> and it rules. It's, it's, so, it's good. so
1: good. It's so satisfying. Yeah,
0: and uh, you know this is all backdropped against that police strike, mm-hmm. and so there's no help coming they call 9 and it's like they know pretty quick it's like yeah we're not getting through because all the fucking cops are on strike yeah there's and like a,
1: a phone message being like we'll get it to you eventually but yeah. i mean what do you expect
0: yeah and they don't know exactly they probably have an idea that they've got to survive till dawn but the bad guys spell it out for themselves it's like yeah this place is deserted until about 5 a.m when these people show up for work mm-hmm. so it's like all right we got all night yeah. to do this and they try to lure them out at first, being like, okay, we'll go home, but you better be aware, we're back tomorrow. Yeah. Which I think was, on their part, a pretty clever way to go about it. Because rather than be like, you won, we'll leave it alone, which no one would fall for. Mm-hmm. They're just like, you better hope that you're not here when we they come They put back. a
1: deadline structure on it. Yeah,
0: so people are just like, so it makes that window of being able to escape a little more believable. Yeah. Like, one of the blind guys uh, goes for it. Mm-hmm. Goes home and, and, like, immediately gets sniped. Yeah. And uh, that's the other thing, like, there's a full-on assault on their... Small apartment block, mm-hmm. and um, you know, like they can't stay by the windows. They don't know where it's coming from all the time, and it's just—it's a really tense little thriller.
1: Mm-hmm. And I love that they have like you know characters with disabilities in yeah. it, like the blind characters. And so one of them, as we mentioned, gets taken out pretty quickly. Yeah, the
0: one who's who who. But the one who thrives, survives,
1: yeah. yeah, he's like using his like super hearing. He's like to I be have better to...
0: hearing, and I use it more. Yeah, he's than like you it's do. dark
1: as shit in here because like the power all been yeah. cut or whatever. And it's, it's not safe. He's like, I can hear through the walls. And I can tell you exactly how many people are, are yeah. in one place at a time. They're going up the stairs. They're talking on walkie talkies, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so he's like a huge asset during this movie. Yeah. And that's really cool to see. Like
0: he's got the glass against the wall. And he's just like, okay, there's three people. Okay. Two of them went that way. And yeah. Stuff and like l- that. And they like, know what to do. Amazing. Yeah. It's really fucking cool um
1: and it's not it's not even like played up as the like oh look at the like super crip or like that kind of yeah yeah. it's just like hey i'm part of the team here i want to make use of my skills so we can all survive that's what i'm going to do yeah it's like i love that
0: and i love that given the time and place the gay people aren't treated as like an abomination or anything like that except by the
1: fascists by the fascists (laughs) of course but i mean that's the point yeah
0: basically the good guys in the movie are like yeah homophobic violence is fucking gross don't Mm -hmm. do it and it's like that's a really it's it's sad to fucking say this but that's so dope to see that message in an early 80s movie absolutely because you know far too many movies have way older or uh, way more reason than that have Mm -hmm. fucked that up exactly I will say they kind of underutilize him a bit like you know he is sort of like almost the damsel in distress kind of thing
1: that's one thing that kind of like and even they all are and then they just get like with the exception of like the bartender i think um who pulls the gun in the first scene the rest of them are just like petrified and i get it like i am a very freeze response kind of person too but at the same time it's like
0: you know, it's an action thriller. Yeah. It's like, come on, give give me
1: more of a fight here, especially, especially for a population that would be used to being brutalized, including by the police. There's going to be some who have, you know, bricks in their purses and like are ready to fight back and really scrappy. And so it was kind of disappointing to see everyone just like, they're petrified. But at the same time, I'm like, I get it. It's like like not unrealistic. Like
0: when they get the upper hand, they get the courage to sort of like, they're like, get the fuck out of here. And they're like, yelling at them. But then uh, as soon as like, you know, it's like, you outnumber them. with guns, though. It's yeah. just like, fuck, we're, we're kind of fucked now. Yeah. Uh, But the the guy who escapes, during the climax, he hides mm-hmm. in the closet. And he like, has an axe, and he hides in the closet. And, uh, you know, it's like, is that a metaphor for yeah. something kind of thing? And so I was sort of disappointed by that. Mm-hmm. Up until. Up until. The big bad guy who he's just like. The big
1: boss. You know, it's
0: the kind of thing where. I think they miscount the men. Yeah, because
1: the, the, the gay guy is talking about, he's like, oh, yeah, well, there, there were this many pursuing me, and then there was the guy that they were talking to. And yeah. they were like, oh, maybe the guy they were talking to was the sniper on the roof that we took out, or maybe he. Anyway, we're, we got them all. We're good.
0: Yeah, but then he, like, drops something where it's like, it's too bad we didn't get the guy. It's yeah. like, who? It's like, yeah, no. The, the, the guy, guy
1: in the was... leather jacket. Who and that's is, when like, they realized everybody. they fucked
0: up. And the guy in the leather jacket has already taken out our king of all kings, which was a sad moment. That
1: sucked ass, yeah. Um,
0: And he's. I and mean, he tries to take a... He's, like, he, taking their guns. Yeah. Kind of thing. He's sneaking in, and he tries to take the... the and they don't know where knife. he is. Yeah, with the, the knife. And then
1: he's after the woman. Yeah. Through the, through the mirror door thing. Yeah, he
0: gets fucking stabbed with the scissors, which is great. Yes. Like, it almost falls into sort of, like, slasher thriller.
1: Yeah. Sort of the
0: way it's constructed. At least
1: we the end there, for sure. Yeah, in a
0: really good way. But that's where it's great, because then the gay dude, who was almost killed by this guy takes him out. Yeah, he's ultimately like he the one. who he fucking acts as the dude, as, and that as, rules. They,
1: yeah, they think he's dead, but then he, he's, like, he's moving, and he's getting... Yeah, it's this very tense moment.
0: It's it's almost like Friday the 13th, part four, final chapter, or Tommy Jarvis <laughs> sees, like, Jason, whose head has been skewered, twitching, so he just, like, putties his head.
1: Totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But the other people, they, they think they're safe, and but they're not, yeah. and then, yeah, our, our little, little twink comes out to save the day.
0: Yeah. So the movie definitely plays with expectations and then subverts them Mm -hmm. a lot and I really like that about that yeah like the uh lone woman in the group in the apartment building she's the one who seems most reticent to fight back kind of like oh you know the violent men and then the the voice of reason but she's also a bit of a coward kind of thing it's like as soon as the shit hits the fan she's right in there Mm -hmm.
1: too yeah,
0: and so it, it keeps setting up these tropes, yeah, and then subverting
1: them. Well, especially that because she has that sort of like final girlness to her, yeah. But then there's also the th- the threat where she's like alone, vulnerable in the bathroom, not knowing that yeah. this guy is on the other side. Yeah, that
0: was absolutely what made me say like the slash movie. Yeah, thing. yeah, C yeah. Really had kind of like Halloween energy. Absolutely, to it, and that was really cool.
1: And she fights back, and yeah, yeah, it's it's just neat.
0: There's a bit of a plot twist to this one.
1: Yes. Um, I mean a it, it plot twist because in the, in the, didn't I call it out yeah, like you, right that at the was beginning it, like, of the movie like,
0: you right at the very beginning you made off offhand at- comment <laughs> and I was just like Is that that'd be to- great and then I could- promptly forgot that you even said that and then when it happened i was like oh my god and you're like i said it but but what happens because yeah there's a sniper yes yeah, so right? there's a
1: sniper guy so he who gets blown up but he he doesn't die he doesn't die he's just he's just has like nails in his face and stuff yeah. and so as everyone else is taken out he gets down off the roof and he just kind of like disappears into the night yeah and you're not really sure what's up with him yeah and then in the like i guess like epilogue of the movie yeah the it talks about how like okay after this many days the police were brought back to yeah. work blah blah blah
0: yeah so norm- normality can nor- return yeah, nor-
1: norma- yeah it's back to normal pretty much and we see um some, some like people in the park
0: yeah it's like a lady playing with her kid
1: yeah like that. and at some point they show a police officer yeah and you see his face and it's like all scarred and shit in the same places that yeah, the it's, sniper it's has it's the like, fucking sniper it's the sniper it's the he was a, he was an yeah yeah, he, he's a cop,
0: and this is kind of what gets into sort of the second half of this episode. I think where like there's so many political things going mm-hmm. on that you can talk about, but Chief among them, this new order kind of like, thing. fascist
1: group is it's cops. It's cops. At, it's, uh, uh, yeah, or at like least cop one of them.
0: I I'm sure the guy who is uh, executing people in the bar must have been a cop too or, or at some least military relation, background
1: or something because he's the
0: one who has access to all this arsenal yeah and you know they're they're using police tactics kind of mm-hmm. thing or like you know like SWAT tactics or it's just like all right we're gonna put a sniper on the roof across the street yeah we're gonna go in this way so they don't see us coming and all that stuff and it's even talking about it now it's like they really spell it out yeah but but the movie plays its hand well it does yeah the, like I I think mentioning like proud boys and stuff in terms of new order
1: or even like the clan
0: yeah it's how many police it's not members that, uh, are there? yeah you know i'm just thinking of like killing in the name of yeah know? yeah yeah. but like you know like they're i think it was with the uh capital riots going on in the states mm-hmm. how it's like oh yeah they they're not pepper spraying the crowd because so many of their off-duty cops are in yeah they're the just crowd. like
1: letting them in
0: yeah shit yeah you know they're able to to time their. It would make sense that they're doing this raid right on the gay bar because a cops are on strike. They know they'll be able to do it uninterrupted by the cops. But b they also have all this fucking free time now. Yeah, yeah. Not,
1: well, that was one of the things I remember thinking like.
0: But wait, cops, like, by design, they always, like, go after gay bars, or at least did at the time, yeah. so... Yeah, like, in the, the bathhouse, raids and stuff. because the cops are on strike, but they're Maybe. still doing police action. Ooh.
1: Yeah, because I was gonna say that, that was that was one thing about the premise of this movie that I remember thinking, like, well, why would they wait until the police go on strike to go bash a bunch of gays? It's not like the police would do anything about it anyway. Yeah. Like, it's the 80s. Yeah. I mean, but, even today, it would be, like, you'd, you'd have to, like, you know, force their hand to mm-hmm. a lot of the times... We we'll look at the serial killer in Toronto.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, uh, that motherfucker. I don't
1: remember his name. I don't care to. Wanna... Yeah.
0: Even if I remembered it, I'm not going to fucking say. But yeah, it. there was a
1: serial killer brutalizing the gay village for like over a decade and they tried to tell the police and the police like, "Oh, you guys are just being a bunch of histrionic homos, like whatever. Yeah. You're just you're just just stop. You're 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 being hysterical." Yeah. And then yeah, he literally was.
0: Like he would Pick people up from gay bars and like their bodies would be dumped right by the bars. Yeah, and the cops were like, "Oh,
1: it's, no, no, no! It's, just, it's a coincidence. Like, no, there's nothing going yeah. on here."
0: And you know that's that's that that's very like Canadian specific too. But I mean, it happens fucking everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. like in England, there was that serial killer who was okay. So the cops find a body of someone who overdosed on like party drugs in the churchyard. And hmm. then they find another body dumped in the exact same place, died from the exact same way, but they deny there's a serial it's killer. It's a quinky dink. And, uh, you know, when it comes up, the guy's just like, yeah, yep, I was doing it kind of thing. And it's just like, oh, well, oops. How are we Even supposed
1: though, to know? Yeah. Who could
0: have seen The that signs coming?
1: were not there.
0: Yeah. And that's kind of what's been going on forever. Like, you know, mm-hmm. most famously Stonewall, you know, that's. This is, like, the off-duty version of that kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, and then community care and keeping themselves safe when yeah. they, because they have to.
0: Yeah, and it, it really fits that, that sort of scene because, you know, they're they're literally in an underground gay bar. Mm-hmm. And uh, when the people get in, the dude who escapes, he takes, like, the escape tunnel. It's like, yeah. that was probably there. By design. Because this is not the first time they face these problems. Exactly. Kind of it's thing.
1: just usually they're on duty instead of off.
0: Yeah. Well, you've mentioned when uh, we were planning for this and I mentioned the Stonewall raids. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that it's happening in Canada, too. Yeah, I think I want to
1: see. I heard about like, yeah, bathhouse raids being a thing, especially I think like Toronto and like that kind of part of the country i don't know yeah i honestly don't really know much about like queer prairie history i know i know there's a lot of people doing really good work with it yeah well you know but like, i haven't really looked into it since i was an undergrad and we were talking about that yeah, i admit I mean, so that's i a... mean
0: queer history is like constantly erased and ignored mm-hmm. sort of thing For like sure. you, know, you know shit like look at that movie about stonewall where it's just like oh this nice cis white twink sees <laughs> the first brick and it's just like yeah that's what happened
1: that's definitely what happened.
0: Or, like, in England, how famously the Stonewall organization kind of excluded trans people for a while, or they got in heat God. for that, and was yeah. like, bitch, know your history.
1: Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah, the, like, three groups, at, the three primary groups at Stonewall, I think you had the, the queens, mm-hmm. and, like, the, so, like, the trans women included in that, the poofters, and, like, the leather folk, which yeah. included, like, the, you know, lesbians, and...
0: Basically, all the people that they don't want at Pride. Yeah, that right aren't, now, like,
1: sanitized enough. Yeah.
0: You know, they, they, they're they not, like, two, like, upper-crust white gay dudes in sweater vests who have a tiny dog. And who are, it's like, like,
1: mayors yeah. of butt-fuck-nowhere Indiana and stuff.
0: <laughs> or weird, weird rat people that go on <laughs> marathons and post about it, and then the internet gets thirsty because there's no shirts involved. And it's like, yeah. I hate this they're time like, line. please have
1: some standards.
0: Yeah. It's not yes. hard to have standards. Yep. Yeah. But apparently it
1: is. It is. And um, one thing that also I thought of as we were preparing for this episode because it literally happened like half a week ago is um the halifax police and halifax like the city in general are under
0: hold up hold up they hear us talk about them they're (laughs) after us now don't know if those it's sirens will pick an up. Don't know if the sirens will pick up, but yeah.
1: Yeah, Halifax police are under fire for creating a crisis with a shelter siege. Of, yeah. Yeah, there was um. So I have an article open here. This I think this happened. They said on like the 18th or something. It's so like very, very recently. Yeah. And like last Wednesday. Yeah. And so I guess the city issued eviction notices in mid July. Um, there were some shelters built by like mutual aid organizations and uh, a city councilor was like don't worry the police there nobody will be. there will be no violence and if there is I will personally be down there standing with the mutual aiders like protesting the police yeah. meanwhile the day comes counselor and everybody else are absent while 50 cops go in in riot gear meet with hundreds of protesters use lots of pepper spray, including pepper spraying a 10 year old child and just like brutally remove these people from their, their makeshift lodgings because they have nowhere else to go.
0: Yeah. So like, uh, I was going to say, if you think we're being like, you know, I think it's at this point, it's pretty obvious where our politics lie in this podcast. (laughs) But if you think like, oh, we're being very anti-police here, it's like given the context of what's currently going on right now. And what so has been
1: thing. for yeah. a long time. I mean, yeah, it's not
0: like it only just started now. Yeah. I, I
1: mean, mean, yeah, look what happened in Toronto this summer, too. There was, yeah. like, mass, like, hundreds of officers in riot gear yeah. brutalizing protesters. So, you know, this
0: stuff happens. And we're speaking from the perspective of white people dealing with this. Yeah, we are know? very, like, like... We are in a very privileged position. The worst you know? experience
1: I've had is, like, going to the police station and, have to, like, I think it has to do with a... Um, getting rear ended, yeah. So, like, a you know, minor car accident I was in, and the officer I spoke to was very, like, honor high horse snippy with me, right. and it pissed me off. But, like, that's the worst encounter yeah. I've had with police, so I, uh, I'm very lucky. Yeah,
0: I've been hassled, so yeah, we say that from this perspective. Yeah. Imagine how much worse it is for people who aren't mm-hmm. us with
1: these. Mm-hmm. I've heard horror stories, yeah. and I'm sure most people listening have too.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. Well, yeah, I have a relative who was shot in the face by cops and lived. So Jeez. that was, yeah. And I think it was because, like, I, I don't know the details, so I don't want to say too much mm-hmm. kind of thing, but I think it was like a bogus police report oh, kind of wow. thing. Showed up fully armed.
1: Of course. Yeah. So they, like, got spotted before that was a thing?
0: Basically, yeah. Jeez. Oh, uh, but, yeah, so I, th- I I really applaud this movie for showing that, you know like you could argue that this movie says like yeah this is what happens when cops we don't have the police too bad the police weren't there otherwise none of this would happen but then you know, the movie at the end is like, ah, the police were there the whole time. Yeah, exactly.
1: You know? No, I, I think, and maybe you could get that reading from it, but it would be a very, sure. it would be a very like surface level. Like, were you paying attention the whole movie? Yeah. Did you like go to the bathroom? Like, at some I point? feel like
0: it'd be a very limited yeah. kind of uh, reading of this movie.
1: And even if that is the reading to take away, then I think it's followed up with a, which is why we need better. Mm hmm. Alternatives,
0: Yeah, like, like a, I think I was saying off the top with the actual strike, and it's just like, as soon as the cops were gone, some riots broke out, like, you know, people trashing storefronts mm. and all that. All of this stuff literally happened like, by the police station as, yeah. like, a display of, like, hey, you cops aren't going to do anything. Apparently it quieted after a couple of days, and then they realized it's quieter than normal Mm -hmm. without the cops and they realize they lost their bargaining power because it's like oh we strike it's like you'll do nothing without us after a few days it's just like oh it's better yeah the excitement the
1: excitement's gone you guys aren't out here like manufacturing crime so crime isn't happening yeah
0: exactly so
1: at least nothing that's like in need of you specifically because that's the thing is is people are continuously pointing out they're like the police don't prevent crime they respond to crime and quite often they manufacture it yeah
0: well, you know, war on drugs, Yeah, 100%. Exactly. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, there are bad street drugs that are... and Like, look at the But then again, crisis. like... That's not even a street drug all the time. That's just, yeah. like, go to your doctor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's... Um,
1: but, like, yeah, they, no, the war... It's they, like, if, if they actually... Throw wanted, them in
0: jail is not the answer. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, and criminalizing users. It's like, yeah, if, if we actually wanted to do something about the war on drugs, they, like, the quickest, most efficient thing you could do, because, like, the reason it goes on is because it's so lucrative, right? Yeah. So if you literally tomorrow flooded the market with free, guaranteed, safe drugs for people who are dependent and for people who need them to like or who use them, yeah. then all of a sudden the rest of this supply becomes fucking worthless. Yeah, and it's done. There's well, no I, profit I mean, to be made. I mean, I know
0: that you know this barely even counts as a drug, but they definitely criminalized it. Look mm-hmm. what happened when weed became legal here. Mm-hmm. Look what happened. Well, I mean, it's still
1: know. like still cheaper to get it illegal, illegally. Yeah,
0: but I but I mean like, oh, we're not gonna bust you for yeah. smoking pot or carrying anymore, and then it's just like oh. Wow.
1: You mean there's not criminals in yeah, criminals like, anymore? Yeah, Funny uh, how like fluid that definition is. What
0: you mentioned is I wanna say that there was like some controversy recently over in uh I want to say Vancouver. There was this group that was giving out clean heroin. I
1: think there was there was there was, a, there was a politician who was there doing it. Yeah, she giving was out a,
0: clean heroin to prove yeah. a point. And it's like this is far safer than mm-hmm. what we are doing to try and manage because, you know, especially parts of Vancouver, it is an absolute Oh,
1: that's like the epicenter of Canada, like East Hastings and stuff? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's just like, there are alternatives. Yeah. You know, we pretend that there's not, or that's the cell we're given. Yeah, but like
1: there are evidence based alternatives, but it's not about evidence. It's not about saving lives. It's not about actually bettering anything. It's about morals and it's about we're better than these people and they should know better. Yeah. And so we're going to punish them. Yeah. And it sucks.
0: So I, I knew this was going to be political, but it's got way more <laughs> political than I was expecting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there is sort of a big elephant in the room mm-hmm. with this movie and the discussion of this movie that I think it would be a mistake not to address, uh, but a movie where the plot is literally someone goes and shoots up a gay bar. That happened with the uh, Pulse shooting in mm. America. So, you know, it's not even like this is a far-fetched fictional mm-hmm. thing but it is depressing to see that this thriller can't just be like a fantastical premise kind of yeah but like, it's like very very real built in reality so yeah, i guess if there's any uh, warnings to be had when watching this movie is it hits some uncomfortable topics and mm-hmm. it doesn't shy away from them no it does not like i think one of the very first lines spoken in the movie is lead redneck running into the bar and yelling a slur at everybody mm-hmm. As they do. Yeah. So, um...
1: So, again, very realistic. Yeah.
0: A hundred percent, yeah. So this movie kind of harkens to those things that have really happened, and...
1: And continue to, to I to think... Maybe just looking slightly different yeah. than they did a few decades ago.
0: Yeah. So I think it'd be, uh... You know, keep that in mind if you watch it. Of course, if you reach if you reached this warning and now you're deciding to watch it, well, you should fucking shouldn't have listened to this podcast. Yeah, sorry, because, guys. Yeah. You know, I'll, of course, put a little spoiler thing in the notes, okay, and we'll put it in our uh, social media feed yes. for it. I think we kind of have moved away from the let's not talk about what happens in the movie, because I feel like kind of stifles the discussion. Yeah, it's like, at
1: the point, what, what, what is the point? Yeah. If you're just dancing around it.
0: Because that's what we did a, a lot, and then there's so many times... Like, I think that's why we did a bonus episode for Four Flies, because it's right. like, you cannot discuss this movie without revealing so much of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, Yeah. I really like Siege. I Me thought too. It was a fucking great movie. Me too. And thank you, Severin Films, for putting this,
1: yes, this out. Yes, this wonderful piece of CanCon.
0: Yeah. God, there are some great Canadian exploitation movies there are. and uh, genre films. I mean, Cronenberg is mm-hmm. like king shit of body horror and uh, very much a Canadian director in the mm-hmm. sense that he, even when he was doing big budget movies, he's like, yeah, I'm doing it in Toronto. I'm not yeah. fucking moving to LA. I think I saw an interview with him where one of the questions was, when are you moving to L.A.? And he's like, why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I've got my career here. I think he's made, like, one movie in L.A. or in <laughs> America. Like, everything else has just been done here. Cool. Like, shit, I haven't actually seen it, but... The his, real uh,
1: job creator.
0: Yeah. His uh, <laughs> racing movie, Fast Company, was filmed in Alberta.
1: So. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's sort Look of the outlier
0: us. of his movie. Like, it's a PG-rated car race movie. None of his weird body <laughs> horror <laughs> existentialism. <laughs> But that's because he's also, like, into racing right. and all that sort of stuff. He's a
1: complex man.
0: Yeah. He's got layers. hmm Yeah. But there are tons of good Canadian exploitation movies, which is why with our recommendations, we don't recommend any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly seen very many. I would seen recommend seen any many... of them. Well, I think we need to do an episode for sure. I remember... Oh, we I... did
1: our CanCon slash a We did that. Yeah.
0: And I think we were planning another one... About the time when we took a leave. Yeah, our Yeah, hiatus. So we never actually got to it, but I was I'm planning.
1: We notes on it, maybe. Yeah. I,
0: was, I It was more just like, here's a list of movies we should watch. Okay. This topic. So we will definitely bring more because I love it. There's just, there's something about these movies that just, they're, they're off. So kind je of the, ne sais quoi. It's the uh, sort of like uncanny valley <laughs> version of like their American counterparts. And I love it.
1: Right. Yeah. Uncanny canadiana americana yeah
0: (laughs) with that uh my recommendation is going to be a very sort of obvious one for anyone who's seen siege but i especially want to recommend it because i know you haven't seen this movie Mm -hmm. and i take 100 percent fault for that (laughs) because uh i should have done better uh but i'm recommending 1976's assault on precinct 13 by john carpenter it is classic classic movie and structurally it's so similar in that, some dude on the run from this gang takes refuge in a building, and the cops aren't coming. But that's because it is a shut down police precinct, mm. and it's the few cops that are cleaning up that have to fight back.
1: Ah. And it was
0: a John Carpenter doing a western, as he called it. Oh, I think it's like his version of like High Noon or something like that. But fun. it's it's so fun. It's such a good movie. And I won't ruin it for you, but it's kind of notorious for this one really shocking moment. Especially nice. given when it came out, people, like, like I know me, when I saw it, I got it on a tape out of the library, maybe. Mm. It was just, like, when it happens, I was like, they didn't fucking just do that in a movie, did they? I <laughs> thought that was, like, you, you weren't you could allowed. You do that? <laughs> yeah.
1: One of those, okay. Um,
0: it's a great movie, and as I'm talking about this, I realize we have not covered much John Carpenter.
1: We really haven't, podcast. have we?
0: I think we've done They Live.
1: Yeah, and like, how we
0: mean? Oh, I was about to say, we did the thing. I was like, no, we never released that episode.
1: Did we record it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we have
0: another uh, uh, Maybe that's one. the
1: false memory. Well, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it was, we did one about like special effects stuff. That's
1: yeah. right. Yeah. That'll come out one day.
0: Yeah, one day. Basically, when we're too fucked to do anything else, we'll put that out. Yes. But I think part of it is because since he's, since he's such like a grandmaster, it's one of those things where it's like, we should do an episode specifically about his movies, mm-hmm. and a lot of them ha- are, I have, like, plopped into certain episodes, like, I want to do one about, like, prison movies and stuff, right. so of course we'll watch Escape from New York,
1: okay. turn the whole
0: island into a prison.
1: I know my, uh, I guess, boss, supervisor, I don't know what I, what to call him at my... At my new job, yeah. he was like, Oh, Prince of Darkness is like the best horror movie. I have it all Blu ray. I'll lend it to you if you want. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I know someone who would have it, but thank you. Yeah, I think I'll I get ha- back I to you. I have
0: the Blu ray and four K. Nice. So yeah, you know, okay. we're good.
1: Well he's on vacation now, so maybe yeah. I should watch it then when he comes back I'm be like, Hey, guess what?
0: <laughs> hey, guess what? Uh, yeah, I will definitely disagree on it being, like, the best horror movie ever, but I will say it is so fucking underrated.
1: He doesn't strike me as a major horror buff, fair to enough. be fair, so it might just have no. been, like, he happened to see it and be like, oh, that's really good, But so. I
0: think that might just be possibly the most underrated Carpenter, beyond okay. maybe somebody's watching me. Oh, I mean, yeah, that I'm one's like, great. Yeah, but that's did more because that no one. one's fucking seen it, sort yes. of thing, until Scream Factory put it out. Right. Uh, Yeah. Good movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, that's mine, lineup. so Assault on Precinct 13, we'll definitely watch it one of these days. Yes, we will. It's a good movie. Yeah,
1: cool. So what do you got for us? Well, I got thinking, you know, period of lawlessness, the cops aren't coming, home invasion, harboring some kind of refugee of some sort from some kind of violence. I immediately thought of uh, The Purge from 2013. It's oh, yeah. Which Purge? The Purge. The Purge. Like the first Purge? Like, no, no, no. Like... The first Purge movie. So the,
0: so the, the, first, the Purge. first
1: movie you in the, the Purge one. series. The one
0: that we saw at theaters. The fourth Purge movie. The first Purge. The
1: Ethan Hawke one.
0: That's not the first Purge though. <laughs> <laughs> that is our anyway, Abbott and Costello routine for the The, day. Fir- the
1: first entry into the Purge yeah, extended universe. The Purge.
0: The one that we saw and we're just like, okay,
1: okay. Like it's not all a right. bad
0: movie by any stretch at all, but but
1: it's they get so much better. Uh, definitely. I think that I think it's an important entry in terms of like showing sort of like how power works and that whole kind of like it 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 I I really like the, both of the, the TV show and the movie for doing the like sort of liberal like oh yeah you know like we're not directly involved in this we totally support it because that's the way things are but like oh we're totally hands off Mm -hmm. and then getting dragged into it and realizing it's not that simple yeah i yeah i i I mean i've said even in our purge episode that i'm i think this series is like one of the best for showing just kind of like how power works yeah in contemporary life especially north america and how easy it is to like Think your, like, hands are clean yeah. of it, but really we're all kind of implicated in it. And
0: also, like, what you just said there, that sort of slide to the right. Mm-hmm. it's like, you know, like, the right will never give up ground, and they're not expected to almost. Yeah, it's, it's, just it's like, always
1: meet me in the center, and then they take yeah. sort of several more steps to the right. Meet me in the center. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, long The Purge.
0: Way. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good movie. I like yes. it. I haven't watched that first one in a long time.
1: Yeah, I think we've only watched it the one time, yeah. I want to say.
0: Because I think we've seen the sequels a couple times, maybe. I
1: th- yeah, we might have even re-watched them before, either before. You no, know, we, we probably
0: even rewatched the first one when we did our episode on The Purge, but maybe. just fucking forgot. I don't.
1: I don't remember rewatching it. So either I blocked yeah. it out, or we were just like, "Eh, we're barely gonna talk about it."
0: Yeah, right. Either <laughs> way, I think it's worth a rewatch. Like, I... it's a
1: solid, you know, again, home invasion. I do enjoy good home invasion movie. movie. Yeah.
0: Hey, there is an episode we should do home invasion movies. Sure. So I've got. Well, one of my fucking favorite unsung movies of all time, Angst, is a home uh, invasion yeah. movie. I've only seen it the one time. Yeah, from the perspective of the Invader.
1: Hell yeah. It's a fucking Mix terrifying movie. It is. It's so good, though. It is.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that'll do it for us today. Mm-hmm. You know, we won't celebrate by going to a gay bar because there really aren't any here. And
1: also don't want Delta. I, yeah. I, I'm I, al- I'm already convinced I'm going to get like a breakthrough infection from my new, my exciting yeah. new public facing job. And so. I think I'll get
0: a breakthrough infection from you having that public facing <laughs> job. I really hope
1: not. Like, luckily, like most of my coworkers, we all wear masks and a lot of the people who come in do like not yeah. t- like not all of them, but I'd say probably at least half.
0: Nice. So I'm
1: like, maybe and then the the manager assured me that their their air filtration is like as good as it can be in there yeah. and we still have the screens. So like fingers crossed.
0: Yeah. You know.
1: But it's still like, ooh, yay. Probably
0: really is trying to kill us all.
1: It really is. Yeah.
0: So I guess uh expect another episode in maybe two weeks. Just like this one. Yeah. Like, this one will go up on time. It will. Uh, thank God. Because, you know, it's like, you got all of that, oh, man, every week we just can't handle it. It's too much, yeah. so let's do every two weeks. It's like, cool, to we're doing every two weeks. It's like, every two weeks, can't handle it. This has
1: been the worst fucking, like, Leo season of my life. I, I was going to say August, because August has been, like, dog shit, but yeah. it was it was getting kind of bad before that, so I'm going to say Leo season.
0: No, yeah, I've had a bit of a front row seat to it. Yeah,
1: we've we've kind of been through it and continue to be through it. So we're doing our best. Yeah,
0: we're persevering.
1: We are. Nevertheless, she's persisting.
0: (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) All right, cool. Well, until next time, take it easy and keep it sleazy.